0: Welcome to the Moto Moves podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Moto Moves podcast. It's your host Bianca. I uh, hope everybody's doing good on this beautiful Friday. At least. It's beautiful out here in California. It's nice and sunny. Um, And it's just nice. The weather out here has been crazy. So let's see what the weather brings in the next couple weeks because it's so unpredictable. Definitely hasn't been California weather for this time of the year. But today it's a nice day. So I'm going to try to enjoy it the best I can. And yeah, today is just, I typically record on Thursday nights, um, but yesterday was just a busy day uh, with the kids and stuff, and so I wasn't able to, and I was exhausted, and so um, I didn't want to half-ass anything or bring some low, low energy to this episode. So anyway, I just waited to do it today. Early in the morning, empty, quiet house, and hopefully, um, I can be more productive that way um, as far as the podcast. Sometimes it's hard. I'm sure you guys can notice like little sounds in the background because everybody's supposed to be asleep, and yet somehow I start recording and everybody gets an itch to get up, open a door, slam a door. My dogs want to start barking like crazy. It's insane. So, <laughs> Maybe this will work out a little bit better. But um, regardless, um, today I wanted, well, for a couple of weeks now, I wanted to talk about taking up space and what that means um on a personal level. Because I think it's really important to acknowledge our self-value and self-worth because it's so easy to let, you know, our surroundings um kind of determine that. And I think it's it's human nature for all of us, right? Uh, for people to make comments or um, even not comments, energy. I think energy goes a long way. And sometimes people's behavior towards you or um, around you affects how you feel about yourself as a person, as a worker, as a parent, as a spouse, etc. And so um, I think that it's important to learn to take up the space that you deserve. And that doesn't mean that you're cocky and that doesn't mean that you think you're better than everyone, but it just means that you know what you're worth and you know what you bring to the table. And so therefore you have to, you, you don't have to, but you should um, approach life and people that way. I know for me, it's really easy to shrink myself based on um, trauma that I've been through and experiences that I've been through growing up. And so um, I wanted to start off with a quote, like always. Um, There's this quote that I posted last week says, taking up space is acknowledging that there is a space in the world that only you can fill by Ray Rod. And that is absolutely true. Um, there are certain things that we individually bring to the table that no one else can do. Just because they're not us, they're not our experience, they're not our intention, they're not our person, they're not our being, they're not our personality, right? And so, in the combination of all those things, we individually bring something special to the table everywhere, everywhere we go, and that's why. Um, there's always a certain dynamic. Oh, sorry. That was a notification. That was terrible. Anyway, <laughs> um, and that's why, that's how dynamics are, are created, right? In households, in workspaces, in um, friendships. we all bring this special energy and knowledge and we all contribute differently. And so those contributions create the dynamic that is every specific individual situation. And um, it's important that we realize that we have a great amount of worth to contribute to everything that we are a part of. So... I was um, reading about taking up space. And really, um, I learned some very important things about people that have a hard time uh, doing so. And so some of those reasons could be like narcissistic parents, emotionally unstable parents, um, parentification, which I know that that was a, a big um big traumatic, I don't know, I don't want to say event, but a uh, factor. I think that's the best way I can play a traumatic fa- factor uh, in my upbringing, where I really had to uh, be the parent. And, and I'm not saying being the parent to my younger siblings, but be the parent to my parent, where I had to take control and Take charge of things when I'm a child. Instead of being a child, I had to help a needy parent because they were incapable of doing it themselves. So I know that that's one of the contributing factors to my um, to the difficulty I have to taking up space and owning up to my space um, often. And so another thing is emotionally absent parents, gifted trauma, and, uh, you know, things like that. And so I know that when I was in school not so long ago, um, I had this really great, one of my favorite professors, Um, we were taking social psychology, I believe, and she mentioned that, that if we as a collective class, if any of us ever felt like we weren't good enough, like we were overachievers and no matter how good we did, how well we did, how well we scored, how many compliments we had, we never felt like we were good enough. It was usually because we grew up in an environment where we were taught and told and showed that we weren't good enough. Um, uh, And so that really hit home for me because that was the environment that I was brought up in so um first like with my dad he was really strict about school and so on and so when he passed away i was seven so i was in the summer of finishing first grade going on to second i believe if i'm not mistaken or second going to third maybe it was second going to third yeah so i was still young right those are kinder first second grade So there's not really much complex complexity in, in those grades. And, but for him, it was super important that I was always on top of my game, top of the class. And if I ever fell short by a point, two points, that was a reason for punishment or ass whooping, you know? And so no matter how hard I tried and how good I was, it was never good enough. And so um, when, you know, my professor mentioned that, I said, well, that makes a lot of sense because now as an adult, even now that I've been going through healing and therapy and so on and so forth, I still tend to be that way. And my husband tells me all the time, like, it's never going to be good enough for you. You could be at like top of your class and it's never going to be good enough for you. You could be like at your you know, ideal weight. It's never going to be good enough for you. You can run 20 miles a day. It's never going to be good enough for you. And it's true. He's not saying it in a negative way. It's a fact. It's an actual fact that I do that. I can run six miles a day and you can ask me, how was your run? Not long enough. I can never, it's hard for me to be like, oh, I ran six miles and that was pretty good today. So, Kudos to me. I can't, you know, that sometimes it's hard for me to do that. Um, and so I was able to, you know, through class and through um, different kinds of things, reading and and investigating and looking into things, I was able to realize why it is that it's so hard for me to learn to take up space, and why it's so easy for me to stop taking up space when I'm, when I finally do have the courage to do it. And so it's because it is that it's, you know, it's instilled. It's been instilled in me as a young child, like it was never good enough. I was never good, no matter how hard I tried, no matter how good, no matter how much my teachers, certificates, awards I got. And I was praised and I was told you're doing a good job. Someone else at home was telling me, that's not good enough. So it, it's hard to break that that mental cycle because it's psychological, it's subconscious. It was instilled, ingrained in a dev- in a early developmental time in my life. So that's how my brain was molded. Although I knew I was doing well, and others told me I was hearing the the opposite, right? So now as an adult, I do that and I have been doing that. And then I think too, you know, you look for it kind of becomes like a comfort because that's what you're comfortable with and that's what you know dealing with. And so then let's fast forward, let's say the military, right? And so I joined an agency in which, you know, it's difficult, right? One of the hardest, most difficult branches in the United States, the Marine Corps So what I chose to go into. And so you go into training and and it's not good enough. You know, it's not good enough. Whatever you're doing, that's not good enough. You got to try harder. You got to push harder. You got to go farther. You got to what it's always, you got to do more, 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 more. You're breaking yourself, killing yourself going to your max capacity mentally and physically, emotionally, and you're told constantly, it's not good enough, try harder, you know. And so then those are things that get instilled in you too. And I think that there's some people that before they joined the military, maybe didn't have, you know, the experiences like I did with parents and, and schoolwork and so on, but then they joined the military. And so that environment instills that, that kind of mentality, as well, where no matter what you do, it's never good enough. Right. So then, um, then you start believing that. And when you get out of that environment, you don't know how to take up space because you've been told for so long that what you were doing wasn't good enough. You had to try harder, even though you were doing your best and you were actually doing well. So, um, something that I think I duly struggle with right? Because I had my um, upbringing um, trauma situation. And then I went and joined the military in a situation where it's kind of the same thing. But even not only that, consistently, my family dynamic is still that way. So no matter what I do, Um, it's still not good enough, right? There's something always wrong with what I do, no matter how successful I've been, no matter how helpful I've been, it's never good enough um, for X, Y, Z reason. And although I know those things are not true, it's hard not to um, get pulled into that because that's all you know, right? That's the dynamic, you know? So it's hard for me, for example, in uh, my family um, or it was hard for me, at least at in, in that in that sense, I did I did just recently though, I did recently learn to take up space in my family, and I gave myself my space and I did something that was really, really difficult, and I had to set boundaries and you know, um disassociate from my family. So a couple of family members, um, because I was constantly in that cycle where no matter what I did, it wasn't good enough. And so I wasn't being allowed to celebrate myself and to give myself what I deserved because I was constantly being put down and being told that, you know, whatever I was doing and whatever my expectations were and whatever work I was doing for myself to better myself and my family was not good enough. And like I've said before, people can only take so much, right? So I had to really stand up for myself and my family and say, you know what? That's enough. If you don't think that that I'm enough for you, that's fine. But I know that I'm enough for myself. And so I'm going to have to step away from this family dynamic because I know I'm enough. And I know that I'm worthy. And I know that I'm deserving of better treatment. And so... I decided to take that space in my own immediate family and step away from, you know, my extended family for that matter. And it was a hard situation. It was very difficult to do. But I really, I couldn't keep going, always feeling like I wasn't good enough. And I couldn't keep going, feeling, thinking, Like I had to work harder when I've worked so hard all my life, not only to please my parents, um, but to please others. And so what happens too is you become a people pleaser, right? So things are uncomfortable, you know, things are wrong and you know, you deserve better, but you don't want to walk away and you don't want to set those boundaries because in the back of your head, you're like, well, shit, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's something wrong that I'm doing. And that's not necessarily true. You know, it it doesn't always mean that it's you. You cannot serve everybody's energy. And sometimes people like to belittle you and minimize you so that they can feel greater. And that absolutely is, I think, 100% of the reason and the situations um, that people cannot allow themselves to take space because they second guess themselves, because they want to place value on what people say and what people do and what people think. And, you know, we, we can't do that. We have to show up for ourselves and say, hey, you know, I know what I'm worth. I know that I deserve to be here. I know that I do a good job at XYZ, you know, as an employee, as a daughter as whatever it is that you know whatever hat you're wearing at the moment. And so most recently the same thing was happening to me at an empl- with an employer. And so it was constantly just dread to show up to work because no matter what I did, no matter what I did, it was not good enough. I was wrong. And this person could tell me to do one thing one week and I would do things that way. And the next week they'd be, no, that's wrong. But you told me to do this this way. No, that's wrong. Okay, you know, um, and people like that just want to have power and control over you. And after a while, it, it becomes draining. And so what happens is that you start shrinking yourself down. And so you become this voiceless person because although you know you're right and you know you're doing a good job and you know that you have the right intentions, all of that is thrown out the door because that person says so or those people say so. And then you have other people praising you. You know, you have other employer and other co-workers, uh, patients, customers, whatever the situation might be for us individually right praising you for your work for your commitment for your personality for your intent for your compassion for your for everything for everything that you know that you do and you bring to the table you have people praising that left and right but then you have certain people contradicting that that really really limits the capacity that you have for yourself to take up space and to show up for yourself and to stand up for yourself and say, you know what, I'm better than this. Or, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm worth, I'm worthy of being here. I'm capable of being here because they minimize everything and anything that you represent. And so it's important to realize that, you know, taking up space and acknowledging your self-worth, it does not mean that you think you're better than everyone. It does not mean that you don't need to be corrected or you can't ever be wrong because we can. We're human, right? Sometimes we make mistakes. Sometimes we have a bad day, a bad attitude. We have stuff going on at home or we have stuff going off at work and we, we bring it Vice versa, right? We, we bring our issues from work to home and our issues from home to work, and we're not always 100% at our, on our A game. But regardless of that, that does not mean that we are unworthy and less than and that we get to be treated as such because we're where we're at because we deserve to be there. We're at a certain place in our lives because we did the work to get there. And no one can take that away from us. You know, Like nobody can take away from me all my degrees, all my school, all my knowledge, all my experience, all my work experience. No one can take away from me um, my life experience, my traumas, my healing, my wounds. That is everything that is me that makes me me and makes me valuable and gives me value and allows me to share that value in whatever I want and in whatever space I can, whether that be work, school, home, family, friendships, etc., cetera, right, relationships. So I think it's important to, to really realize that, to take a step back and allow ourselves to always ground ourselves look at our environment, really take a look at who it is is trying to take that space from us and see is that input valuable to me and am I going to gain something from it or is that really a person that's just trying to take from me because they can't shine the way I can because they can't take up the space the way I do. And it's hard to do. It it really is because it has been for me. Like I said, for me with my family, um, it took me about thirty eight years because my family dynamic has been like this since I can remember. So, um, to be fair, I would like to say it's been my whole life. I'm forty years old now, and so it it took about two years ago for me to say, you know what, um, I'm worthy. I deserve better, and I'm going to show up like this, and if you don't like it, then you can just fucking leave, right? And so that's what happened. But it took 38 years um, for me to be able to do that because it's hard. It's family, right? It's the people that have raised you. It's people that have been there for you. It's people. It's the people that you expect to always be there for you and be around. And so when it comes to – Anything else, I think it's just as hard, just as hard uh, with an employer in a relationship, no matter what a situation you place yourself in, it's always going to be difficult to have to stand up for yourself and really um, advocate for yourself because self-worth comes from within and nobody can really give you that. It's funny that nobody else can really give you self-worth, but people can take it away. And like I said at the beginning of the episode, people can take it away with just mere their mere energy. Like someone can walk in with some fuchi-ass energy, and then you're like, oh, okay, I'm done. Like, what did I do? What's wrong with me? Why, they have to, why are they walking around like that around me? Why are they huffing and puffing around me like that? Like, what did I do? I must have done something wrong. You know, it could literally be like a sigh, and that'll throw off your self-worth. It could be a look and that'll throw off your (laughs) self-worth to, I mean, to make matters worse, a comment, right? Well, that for sure will like mess with your head for a good amount of time. And so, (laughs) um, it's, it's really, really crazy to think that, you know, it's easier for people to take away your own self-worth, um, than it is for someone to give you any. And so we have to learn to give ourselves self-worth, acknowledge our self-worth, and really be um, objective, right? We have to be objective when it comes to ourselves and really look at what we have to offer and look at what the person that is affecting us has to offer and realize, okay, is it really me or is it just them, and it's not easy to do, but it, I think it's important because I think a lot of us um, do do let that affect affect us. I, I see it with my kids. I see it with my spouse sometimes, you know. And and I'm a pretty blunt, straightforward person, especially with people that I care about, you know. And and if I think you're wrong, I'll tell you, you know. And and many times when my kids or my spouse come and tell me something that someone made them feel, I'm just like, that's, that's silly. Like, <laughs> that is not about you. That is about them. Uh, and, you know, and I'm not going to lie. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to overpraise because they're my kids or they're my spouse or they're my family member. Like, if you have some shortcomings that I think you can improve, like, dude, go for it. You know, like, this is what I think you know, or maybe it's half and half, like, you know, well, do you think, what are you doing? Are you doing these things? So maybe there's partially true and partially not, but, um, a lot of the time it has nothing to do with them. Literally has zero to do with them. It's just a them problem, the other person's problem. And, um, But no matter how much I say that to them, you know, it's hard because like I said, it's easier for someone to take away your self-worth than to acknowledge or improve how you deem yourself worthy. And so I think it's something that we all need to work on and we don't need to let people affect us as much as we do. And it's easier said than done, but take up your space, y'all. You know what you bring to the table. You know you're worthy. And so just fucking do the thing every day. Every day show up as your best self because you are your best self and there's always room for improvement. So if you want to keep improving, keep doing it, keep killing it every day and don't let anyone take away your sparkle because you're shiny as fuck. So with that being said, I will talk to you guys next week. Drink your celery juice, make moto moves, and stay shiny and take up all the space, y'all. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.